I used to read books uh, in the um, dark room with this little light to make it more romantic for myself. And I called it, I'm traveling into the book uh, because in such atmosphere, I can feel the atmosphere of the book uh, more uh, deeper and better. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then... From 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 210 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Zoya Shumak. 
born in Kiev, Ukraine. Zoya is young and proactive, very interested in developing the publishing sphere in Ukraine, and is an active volunteer in different fields. For a year and a half, she was head of student government council and managed a team of proactive students. They had to represent the students' interests in front of the administration of her college, in front of the administration of the university because her college is part of the university structure, as well as in front of the Ukrainian government in the Embassy of Science. In addition to this, they organize a lot of activities for students to make their college life more interesting. For example, show performances, charity local markets, and for almost a year, Zoya is an active ISAC member and a team leader. She is finishing her last term as she plans to go to the United States as a recipient of the program CCI, Community College Initiative Program. She is a finalist for 2021, where she will study journalism there. Zoya has a wide spectrum of hobbies. She loves to try everything, and she is always learning something new and trying new hobbies. In particular, she loves reading, and she sometimes plays the ukulele and the guitar. She loves to make handmade bracelets and to act in theatrical plays or on the scene in general. Zoya, how are you today? Hello, I am perfect. Thank you. I'm enjoying the weather, enjoying the day, enjoying the participation. It's such a great project. (laughs) Tell me about that. So when the environment is perfect, the weather is perfect, everything is beautiful and perfect, you feel much in a much better mood or stronger mood than normal. I'm feeling uh, like this mood every time I realize that the beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, you know. Uh, and we are those who create such a beautiful environment for us and we are those who create our mood. So that's it. (laughs) Tell me more about that, because usually someone who says realizing that the beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, it means there could have been a period in your life where you didn't feel or think that way. So what happened? How did you discover the importance of seeing the beauty in everything? Well, um, I can't say that in my life was a period when I didn't see any beauty, you know, uh, because like such um statement was my principle in life for all my life. <laughs> but uh, when I say I am realizing it, it means that I uh, realizing it again and again every time I uh, see um, something happening good, something happening uh not very good for me. Uh, Just every time I see that life goes on and I'm realizing that, yeah, I see the beauty in it. So the beauty is uh, in the eyes of the beholder. I love that attitude and it explains a lot of your energy. So you have a lot of interests, but these days or this period, what seems to be something that when you do, you feel really alive 
and the best emotions? For now, I feel really alive, just enjoying the moment because um, not in a long time, I will um, go for a <laughs> journey, if I can call it this way, for a long time, for almost a year. And for now, I am just trying to catch every moment I have at home. Uh, and it what makes me uh, like uh, being full of energy. Uh, well, what's important about catching every moment? Are you trying to store memories that you will remember forever? Or you just want to make sure you extract every little drop of juice from every second? <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh kind of the second option <laughs> like be present in every second of what is happening with you like not uh, you know uh, scrolling the um internet and being into the um like uh, virtual world but be with your friends be with your family be, be with people you love uh, and um doing something, making something, just be present. Be present. And nowadays that you realize you have such a short time before you leave on your journey, what did it change about your perspective? What emotions does it give you? How is that experience? Uh, sometimes I think that I still do not believe that it is happening with me, but it is. And <laughs> I know it uh, because... Um, Mm, what I was feeling and what uh, did it change in my life, yeah, in my perspective. Like, going to the USA was my dream for the last, uh, I suppose, six years. Uh, I decided that I want it when I was 13. And uh, for <laughs> this time, I was like, someday, I believe, I do not know how or in which way, but I will do it. <laughs> and... Um, like uh, a few months ago, my uh, director in college uh, told me that um, we have such an opportunity to participate in this program. Like our college, uh, the mm, student that will present our college. Uh, and I decided to try. And when I heard about it, uh, I was like, yeah, this is my dream coming true. <laughs> I have to do this. <laughs> and uh, what it changed, it, uh, I think it changed my mindset, like fully, like, before that, I thought that I can, I can do anything. But it's like, more like a just dream. And now I understand that I can do anything. And it's like the real life, I really can do anything. And I love your energy about that. And so is it more that you became more practical, believing that in reality cause leads to effect? Or do you believe in destiny and this was like a manifestation of your destiny? Uh, interesting question about the destiny. Uh, I am a Christian. So for me, it's uh, like easy to explain uh, the destiny by <laughs> telling everybody that I know that um, everything that is happening in my life was done by God, yes. But um, also everything what is happening in my life was uh, 
mm, done <laughs> because of me uh, making some decisions, because of me uh, doing something. So uh, I think it's uh, kind of a little bit of both options you named when you ask me this question. Like, it's kind of destiny or God, how I would say. And it is kind of the practical things that you decide to do or not to do. Thank you. And your attitude about even before when you thought everything is possible in theory, you can be any person you want, you can do anything you wish. Do you feel that many people in your community or those you know have that same attitude or are you different? And if so, why? I believe that every person can have this attitude uh, due to their own desire to have such attitude. But unfortunately, what I can see, or maybe not unfortunately, just people are just different. This is the main point. Not all have uh, the desire to have such point of view of, about the life. Uh, and uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's cool that people are... Mm, not all people <laughs> want to believe that they can do anything in life. And uh, should I explain uh, what I mean? Or it's clear? Yes, please. And how did you develop this attitude? Is it genetic? Is it from family? Is it watching YouTube videos with motivational speakers? Or how did you grow into this person? I do not know. <laughs> it's um, kind of funny to realize, but maybe also everything that happened to me, my family, um, some uh, like bright things that uh, I call challenges usually, <laughs> uh, all of this had an impact on me and built uh, me as a person I am now. But also I think there is um, my own impact on myself and my own decision to be uh, this person and to uh, follow this way and not another. Yes, your locus of control is very inner, which is like you take things into your own hand. I like that you don't have a victim mentality. And tell me about Isaac, your experiences, the people you met, how did they inspire you, change you, or make you think things differently or just grow more of what you already are? About Isaac, I can speak like eternally, I think, because um, uh, those people I met there, they grew me up, I would say. When I uh, come to the first meeting, Isaac meeting, like uh, introduction, uh, I was a child. I was a little girl that uh, thought, oh, something interesting is happening. I can participate in it, but I do not know what I want from it. And I do not know what I want from life. And I do not know anything. <laughs> and uh, when I become a real member of Isaac, uh, I um, met people that have strong values life values that have a strong uh, understanding of their own goals. And I didn't just met these people. I uh, started to work with them and to uh, be taught by their experience. Uh, 
and um, started to um, kind of trying to recreate such kind of uh, behavior maybe in my life. And that's uh, what um, led me to the um, understanding of my own goals and understanding of my own values and, uh, and what grew me up, really, uh, what made me more conscious person. Thank you. And you, when you met people or you meet someone that you feel you want to have similar behaviors to them and that they have strong values, how do you know? Is it their energy? Is it some spark in their eyes? Is it in the words they use in their conversations? They share their values often? Or how do you know they're your kind of person and that you wish to grow up and be more like them? All you named has a, a place in my future answer on this question. Uh, but um, in particular, I would say that um, I understand that in front of me is the person I would like to um, be like, kind of. I see that this person um, is um, strong and uh, can I use word strict? I suppose I can. In their own uh, principles and understanding of life, they can name the reasons of why are they doing what they are doing. And uh, this um, way of thinking, this way of understanding uh, themselves makes me think that I want to have such a mindset too. And also, of course, is uh, the sparkle in the eyes because when person is um, living for what they are doing, it it inspires and empowers a lot. Like you think, wow, I also want to live for something great to be uh, led by the by the idea or by the, uh, I don't know, um, like a goal. But I think idea is the better word for this. Thank you. First, you said they're strict in their values. Well, while you were a bit more tolerant and flexible when you spoke about the diversity of people and that it's good that not everyone has the same positive attitude, etc. So what do you mean? Because I don't believe you're so strict. I believe you're flexible and tolerant psychologically. This is one thing. And second, why is it so important for you to live for an idea or a cause that is bigger than you? And what does it give to your life? Mm -hmm. uh, the first... Uh, about being strict in the um, principles and being strict in values. Uh, I think mm, being strict and being intolerant or unflexible is a different things. Like you can be strict and um, follow the values um, you have uh, for like mm, personally and not push other people to uh, follow the same values. 
you can understand that you have your own values and other people can have their own values. And being intolerant or unflexible in this question, I think, is to um, think the way I have my own values and other people have to follow my own values. This is unflexibility. <laughs> so um, people uh, that inspire me and uh, people that I would like to be like are those who know what are they standing for and um, people who won't um, like betray their own uh, values, but in the same time, they won't um, push other people to also follow their own values. Like understanding and tolerance is the point too. And uh, about the second question, why do I, f why is it important for me to follow the bigger idea than uh, I am? <laughs> Can I say this way? Uh, and what it brings to my life? Well, I think that every person can make the world better by their own actions and decisions they make and, um, mm, I don't know, things they create and so on. And um, for me, it is important to be the person who knows that uh, they can do this and that will do this. Because if you have a potential, why do not use it? <laughs> so maybe I think this is the reason why uh, to have uh, an idea that will um, that I will realize is important for me. Thank you, Zoya. That sounds actually, I love your energy and your enthusiasm. And so I will ask you, what's wrong with the publishing system in Ukraine? <laughs> Is it your cause, purpose, and mission to transform it and change it? I will tell. There is nothing um, extremely wrong, but, you know, everything has, uh, uh, like, things to develop. <laughs> uh, why I said that it is my purpose, uh, like, uh, to work on, uh, because I am studying... Um, Now I am studying journalism, but my, <laughs> my specialization is publishing and editing. And I love it with all of my heart. Like, uh, I would really love to work in this sphere, uh, to work in this field, to, like, um, make something good for it and to develop it uh, also. So this is why I said I would like to <laughs> develop the publishing field in Ukraine, not because it's uh, bad or something like that, but just because I want to make it even more better. <laughs> no, but tell me more. Why publishing specifically? Why not like social media or influencer or anything like that? Is there something glamorous about journalism What is the purpose of journalism that you believe is a higher purpose? Tell me more about that. Okay. Uh, firstly, I will tell the story about how I decided uh, what I want to do in my life, like how I chose my specialization. 
When I was in ninth grade in school, I had to decide uh, what I want to do next, to um, continue studying in school or to go to college. It is the um, like um, special thing in Ukrainian system of studying. Like you can uh, stop your education in school and go to college after ninth grade. And I decided that I want to uh, go to college because... Um, I see that I can already um, develop myself in some professional field. And I started to think what I can do in my life. Maybe I want to be a mathematician. <laughs> Maybe I want to be an architect. <laughs> Maybe I want to be a psychologist. Every of this option was in my list. And also journalism too. And after some... Uh, Uh, after I <laughs> analyzed every of this option, I came to the thought that maybe uh, the most close um, thing for me for now in that moment was journalism because I love to talk with people. I love to write something and create um, kind of news. <laughs> uh, I liked to imagine that I am creating some news and um, just love this fear. Why not? I should try and then understand if I like, if I really like it. And I went to college uh, to like journalism faculty, but <laughs> uh, there was a small thing I didn't uh, knew about when I uh, was uh, bringing my documents to this, um, like, education institute. Uh, that the main specialization of this faculty is publishing and editing. So I went to become a journalist and became a publisher. <laughs> and, um, you know, I am on my fourth year now of studying this uh, specialization. Uh, and... Mm, through all of this time, uh, with each single day of doing uh, like practice uh, tasks in publishing sphere, of um, studying something new in this field, I realized more and more that I love it too. Journalism is interesting, but publishing and editing is interesting too. <laughs> and Till this point, uh, all this way led me to the um, thought and to the idea that I want to develop this concrete sphere. Because uh, if we compare with journalism in Ukraine, like uh, media, yeah, like, uh, I mean, television or uh, something like this, publishing and editing is something that um, is not known much Uh, in the, like, society, maybe. People always, um, like, talk about uh, something they uh, saw on the TV, but uh, not much talking about uh, the interesting publishing house they find, found out <laughs> in the last uh, weeks to follow and buy uh, books it uh, creates. 
So I decided that, uh, yeah, publishing and editing, this is the thing I want to uh, move in uh, because this is the bigger idea I am led by. This is the uh, field where I can create something new and where I can mm, make more impact, I think. To make more impact, to create something new, an idea you're led by. And are you more of a reader who wants to impact the world or a journalist and a writer who reads to get more ideas to share? <laughs> Can I be both? <laughs> I think I'm both. <laughs> And tell me about reading then. How did it begin? How did it evolve? And more. Mm -hmm. uh, reading, it, it began from the, the simplest thing we can imagine. From my, my childhood and from fairy tales <laughs> I read and uh, was um, passionate about. Uh, I had a tradition to travel into the books I used to uh, turn off all the lights in the room and uh, take with myself like a little light, you know, that people used to, um, I don't know, when they're going to camp or anything, like little light. And <laughs> I used to read books uh, in the... Um, dark room with this little light to make it more romantic for myself and I called it I'm traveling into the book uh, because in such atmosphere I can feel the atmosphere of the book uh, more uh, deeper and better and um, with such uh, you know traditions my <laughs> uh, reading story and me as a reader uh, was <laughs> mm, how to say uh, was built maybe uh, yes so now when I uh, read books I'm getting inspired by the stories I learned something new I um, look in books like a mm, publisher and I evaluate its quality, you know, technical quality. It's interesting to talk about who am I as a reader. But I think that's it. A learner, a dreamer by being inspired and a professional, I hope. Thank you very much. That's so fantastic. And at the same time, though... If you go to the U.S. and learn journalism there, it might be like a clash of culture when you return to Ukraine. So how are you prepared? Or uh, do you have the thought that maybe when you return, the environment will not be fit for whatever ideas you'll be bringing and methods and techniques, and therefore you will need to relearn it in the Ukrainian way all over again so that you build from inside? Or are you that rebel and you're happy about like that clash that it will lead to innovation? I'm happy about that crash because it will lead to innovation. You know, any environment is not uh, prepared 
for comfortable comfortable living in it like um would i go to the usa and study journalism there and come back and uh, um having like cultural shock <laughs> yes or would i not um it doesn't really um uh, change the general thing i will be anyways led by the idea and i will try to make something cool in the environment i have so it doesn't matter will i um be um um how to say impressed by something else like another culture or uh, will i be in the same place uh, for a long time and um will i be used to it anyways uh i will try to create something new so why i think that this crash will uh, lead to the innovation because um like changes are always for good i think and they make uh, a person think in another way and um, generate uh, more uh, ideas and more ways to uh, realize these ideas so yeah thank you and i kept on thinking about the book the little prince while you were saying that i don't know if it's your favorite book but if not what kinds of books are your favorites and is there a character from some book that you feel you want to be similar to in the same way that the people at Isaac you met, you wanted to emulate their behavior and their strong values. Maybe there is a fictional or historical character from a book that inspires you in the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when you was uh, like telling this question to me, Uh, I thought that I do not know if I have the favorite book because for me it's always hard to um, choose the one and uh, the same with the character and the same with the person, by the way. I do not have any uh, one concrete person I would like to be like. It's uh, like a general image (laughs) of person with the... It's hard for me to um, choose one concrete person to be like because the image in my uh, head is more like a bunch of qualities that I see in other people. So it's not the one person I would like to be like. And the same with characters and the same with choosing the book, the favorite book. But as I said... (laughs) Uh, this is this was my thought when you were telling me this question. And um, the second thought that came to my mind uh, was... No, I have one. I have one character that inspires me and one character that I would like to be like. Uh, and uh, this is Richard Feynman. It's a famous uh, physician. And uh, his biography, or um, his uh, stories, like from his biography, I uh, read not so long ago. And uh, why I would like to be like uh, this person? Because um, he is so open-minded. He is like very simple, 
very, very sincere person uh, and in the same time genius because of his simpleness and sincereness. Like he um, is ready to learn anything new. He is ready to try everything that um, life suggests to him. And this is why he uh, was nominated to uh, Nobel Premium. Uh, and this is why uh, he uh, was the greatest physician of his uh, time. And this is why he was uh, he. <laughs> this is why he was him. And um, yeah, that it doesn't mean I want to be a great physician. It means that I just, maybe I want to be as open-minded and as simple and sincere as him. Thank you. And so as a journalist, how do you approach journalism where you'll be simple and sincere yet sharing useful things? Because there are schools of journalism that say you should only report, you don't add anything of your personality, while others like editorial, etc., they say, actually, you're a person, you have a perspective and add in perspective to what you write is essential and it makes it unique. Which one do you believe is more a fit for who you are to report facts without commentary or to write editorial and opinions and why? I think when you write the reports, you are pretty sincere and that uh, connects with what I said about uh, what I want to be. But I think in everything has to be balanced. Like sometimes it's more useful to write something just as it is and uh, let people themselves decide what they want to think about it. And sometimes... You can write uh, something editorial, like something with your own opinion about it. But this way, when you're doing this way, I think it's important anyways to um, show people that it's your opinion, it's not their opinion. And they can and should uh, think about their own. Thank you so much. And since you said it was your dream since years and years to go to the US. I think you said six years ago it began. Why was that? What fascinates you about the US? What is about the culture or the places or the uh, environment or the weather that made you have that dream? It's fun, but it was um, really unpredictable. Just a childhood dream. Just dream uh, of a child that saw something I didn't even know where, but I remember only the moment when I was sitting on my bed and thinking, well, I suppose I want to go to the USA. And <laughs> this simple thought <laughs> uh, like controlled <laughs> all my life after it uh, came to my head. I do not have any um, better explanation. It was just random thing that came to my head. And that's it. 
Thank you. And do you believe in like law of attraction and manifestation, etc., or only in action and praying as a Christian? Um, I would uh, be grateful if you explain more the first option. You know where people, they have uh, pictures and boards of their ah, goals the and they write their goals every day and they daydream about mm -hmm. them and imagine, etc. Uh, well, um, I think uh, more it's about actions and for me, uh, praying to God. But um, I would not say that uh, such things as, as um, dream boards and so on doesn't work. Because um, um, I also believe that your thoughts are pre are can become real physical things and um, you really should um, think as often as possible about your dreams because it makes you see and concentrate on the ways of reaching your dreams like when you reach them it is already goals so done reaching your goals <laughs> uh, so yeah it's also kind of both it's nothing bad in just uh, imagining something because you are starting to concentrate on it and starting to see the ways to realize it but also if you do not do any actions when you saw the ways to realize it then how will you reach it and this is why uh, the second option actions and praying for me but for somebody it can be something else is important too Again, balance in everything. <laughs> Thank you. And some people, because of the pandemic, they feel stuck. They feel depressed. Maybe it wasn't your situation because during the pandemic, you were working and doing your activities at Isaac. But what would be your recommendation for anyone who feels stuck or depressed in order to feel better? Any advice? that will change their mindset or behavior for the positive? Yes, I have one. Uh, when the pandemic started, uh, I wasn't in ISIC yet because, uh, I mean, the like the real beginning in the um, late winter and uh, early spring of 2020. In that time... I was, um, I was a head of uh, Students' Government Council. I had a lot of work. I also studied a lot. But the pandemic uh, came <laughs> and um, everything transformed into online format. And I was feeling terrible because of the um, thought that I am losing the connection with people that mean a lot for me because I couldn't uh, have so much uh, communication with them and uh, it was really hard for me to live with this thought and of course when you're always at home uh, you can't even um, break this uh, thing in your head by communicating with somebody because you're at home and you can't go anywhere. And my advice for uh, people who now can mm, feel upset or even depressed 
what I really do not wish to you, uh, being in in depression is terrible, uh, is not to hide your feelings, to talk about them with the person you trust to, and let other uh, be there for you. Do not think that you are alone, and do not think that people do not need you. They need you and they love you, even in case you do not see this now. So just be open and uh, be sincere with people that surround you. Thank you. And that means, too, that trip to the U.S. where you will feel your loss, you're losing the people that are important to you might be hard. So how are you preparing mentally and in your mindset in order to have the best positive journey? I literally asked some uh, of people, like, will we continue communication when I'm gone <laughs> to make myself uh, feeling better and uh, less uh, afraid of losing the connection with them? Uh, and by the way, this is a great point. If you are afraid of something and... Uh, you are afraid of something you do not know, just find the way or find the person you can ask about it and find an answer. Like, I am afraid uh, of losing the connection, so I am going and asking, won't we lose the connection? <laughs> and it can, uh, like, it can really decide a lot in your life, just a simple ask, but not going far away from the topic. Yeah, I think I am preparing just just in my mind. I am trying to convince myself that communication, which is so important for me, depends, highly depends on me. If I will be uh, initiative uh, in starting communication, I won't lose it. And if I will lose with somebody, then maybe it was time to lose this communication. Thank you so much, Zoya. And can you speak about any activities or projects you're working on now, as well as, or maybe like, what is Isaac for people who don't really know it? What activities does it do? As well as if people want to follow you on social media, what is the best social media to do that? And I'll make sure to write it in the description as well. Okay, thank you. Yeah, first of all, I will tell about Isaac and then after this about social medias. <laughs> uh, Isaac is a youth running organization that is non-profitable, that is uh, volunteer, and um, it's international. Uh, we uh, there organize um, international internships and volunteer projects and also social projects like uh, the um, world uh, largest lesson uh, that um, is uh, for um, telling people about the social problems and ways to uh, solve them. And uh, the main idea of Isaac in general is a fulfillment of humankind potential by developing leadership in youth because every Isaacer believes 
that um, every young person, and I believe that every adult person too, uh, can be a leader and have a potential in them uh, that they can fulfill by creating an impact, by uh, creating something, by doing something, just uh, being proactive. And um, of course, ISAC is also an organization that stands for uh, peace in the world. So um, maybe now all of those who didn't know what ISAC is understand why I said that <laughs> this is the people that grew me up and this is the people that have their own uh, strong values they stand for because people who are in such organization just can't not have <laughs> strong values i think and about projects uh for now i'm finishing my term in isaac but for almost a year i was working with um uh like ukrainian companies that uh, work in different fields like law, uh, marketing, uh, sales, anything. And the project we worked with uh, all of the team uh, on uh, called Global Talent. It stands uh, for um, organizing internships for people that uh, already have professional experience in some fields but want to uh, develop themselves more. Uh, so my role in it was finding places like companies where such people can develop their professional skills. So they come from their native country uh, to Ukraine to uh, have, first of all, professional experience and also cultural experience and also de developing their leadership skills and uh, of course, fulfill their potential, the main goal. Thank you. And your social media, which is the best oh, place to yeah, connect I forgot. you? You see, I'm not uh, really the person that wants to <laughs> be uh, too popular, you know. My social medias uh, are Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Zoya. I'll make oh. sure to write it in the description. It was really a pleasure i love your energy and i wish you great luck and great memories in your journey to the u.s thank you so much and i wish this project to uh, become even more popular and known in the world because it deserves it mm -hmm.